Welcome to the Slumber Party Pod, a deep dive into DCOMs. I'm Lizzie, and I'm stuck inside a Murphy bed. And I'm Hannah, and I share a room with my sister, even though I live in a mansion. And today, we are talking about Witches 2. A sequel. The second of the week. Yeah, I think I sounded too excited. <laughs> I know you sounded too excited, but you know what? I really appreciate your professionalism in that way. Here's the thing. I am excited for Halloween. Yeah. I am. I love spooky season. Um, it's almost over, and then it'll be Christmas. Yeah. Um... I didn't like this movie at all. No. But anytime we get to record the pod, it's something to be excited about. So It is. Literally, I wrote down, Lizzie, this movie is worse than the first one. Yeah. <laughs> and I did not like the first one. No. No. Um, by the time this one goes up, obviously the first episode will go up. Because the first yeah. episode's going to go up as soon as I log off of this call. Um, <laughs> but, plot twist. That's a very short episode. For multiple and reasons. this one will be too. For multiple reasons. One of which just being simply... We had not a damn thing to say about that film. <clears throat> so today I came prepared. So we, oh, have some, okay. so we have some alternate topics to discuss. Other than Twitches too. So that we give people mm, a little bit more... A little more content to listen to people love Um, content i love being a content creator i was thinking maybe we'll do it like a compliment sandwich okay we'll talk about a piece of content you and i both consumed recently that we liked then we'll talk about twitches too which we did not and then we'll wrap up with another piece of content that we liked okay maybe do you want to get us started with something we liked? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, wait, hold on. We can edit this out, but did we want to do Beyond the Pod? Um, I don't need to. Okay, that's right. <clears throat> Maybe we'll post, like, an Instagram Beyond the Pod. Yeah, something like that. Like, like this weekend or something, thoughts. yeah. And recommend something other than a romance novel. That's By the way, you have to look at my Goodreads because I left a message for you. Oh, okay. On um, my profile. So, something that we did not discuss in our Twitches 1 episode, largely because we were so rushed, um, we didn't discuss that on Friday, October 21st, um, oh, I saw your note, thank you, um, (laughs) it says, Lizzie, I am not, she posted this publicly, um, she said, Lizzie, I am now speaking directly to you. You have to read this. In a public comment. On I will, on not, I will not read you the title of this piece of literature. That's for <gasps> no. Hannah's eyes, my eyes, and God's eyes only. <laughs> and everyone that follows me on Goodreads. <laughs> Which I think so, is only you. And maybe Ian. Um, True, Yeah. Every once in a while, he doesn't do it anymore, but at the beginning there, Ian would screenshot things that I had marked as read on Goodreads and just send me that with a question mark. And I would send him like five bullet points and he'd go, all right. <laughs> Remember that book? Um, no, what happened on Friday, Lizzie? On Friday, October 21st, Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's, came out. It did. I woke up at 3 a.m. 
so that I could listen to the album and get the surprise drop at the same time. And Ooh, I'm so I glad I, I did. At like 10 and I'm so glad I did because it meant that I got to listen to all 20 songs just straight, straight through. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do the wake up at midnight, listen to it, fall asleep for an hour, wake back up at three to figure out what she was dropping. I just did it once. So that was a good move on my part. And I stand by that decision. Um, the album, not what I was expecting. No. I mean, I don't really know what I was expecting. I, th- I think I was expecting it to be more along the lines of Folklore and Evermore. Yeah. However, I was pleasantly surprised. It was like a mix of Folklore and Evermore and Lover and Reputation and... Like I said, yes. We were talking about this. I think I texted this to you. It is so different from the more recent ones, the Folklore and Evermore of it all. Um, However, in the greater arc of the Taylor Swift discography, I think it just fits so well. Because it's yeah. such a culminate, like, obviously, every album of hers, you know, she has learned more and more from all the past albums. But this is just, there's something really special about this one. I really like it. What are your top three songs? It changes on an hourly basis. Okay, what are your top three songs this hour? Um, You're On Your Own, Kid. I really love. Um, Karma. I really love. And... In honor of the fact that the music video came out today, Bejeweled, which was my least favorite when I initially listened to it. Oh, wait. I didn't I didn't see that the music video came out. I have to listen <gasps> to that. It's so funny. It's so good. And she essentially tells us that the next album she's re-releasing is Speak Now. <gasps> I love... That might be my favorite Taylor Swift album. It is my favorite. It's the concert I, I went to. It's... And you know what? Is that the it's, one with mine on it? That was the one that has Dear John on it. Yes, and Speak Now. Does that the one that has Enchanted on it? Yes. I've gotten into Enchanted lately. It's my so top good. three. Well, then you're going to love the Bejeweled music video. Okay, I have to I have to watch it. I'll do that when you're re- uploading the episode. I'll watch that. Excellent. My top three from Midnight's, I think, are... I like... Antihero. Yep. I like Karma. I yep. haven't been able to get that out of my head. And I like Vigilante shit. It's so good. It's so good. It is. Um, I will say, this is not, like, I didn't want to put this in my list because it's not fair because not everyone has purchased this CD from Target. Oh, yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. You sent it to me, but... But... People who have been listening to Taylor Swift since the dawn of time, as I have, and have been purchasing her CDs from Target since the dawn of time, like I have, will know that the Target CDs have an exclusive track, or multiple, almost always. So this one was a new track called 
um, hits different. And then Ooh. a strings cover of You're On Your Own Kid and a piano also- cover of something else. Your Honor Own Kid is in my top four, I it's, think. Oh, my gosh. I just haven't listened to it as much, but I think if I listen yeah. to it more, it can warm its yeah. way into top three. The remixes of, are beautiful. The song hits different. I'll be honest with you. It is so reminiscent to, like, that Speak Now era of Taylor Swift. And also, there's a line in it where she, I don't remember the words exactly, but she says, like, I picture you with other girls in love and I throw up on the street. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. She's just like me. <laughs> Not yeah. that I've ever done that. No. I never. I would never. Um, but I just sob uncontrollably. Yeah. Um, don't Everyone expresses their emotions differently. Don't worry about it. Um, But never you worry, people who are listening, this last 12 minutes of us talking about this will not be the end of your Slumber Party Pod Midnight's Edition content. Just keep an eye on the Instagram. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've been having a lot of fun. So, that's going to be great. Um... Now it's time for the sandwich. Uh, We've reached the mayonnaise portion of our sandwich. And I'm a vegan, so. Um, What is your favorite sandwich topping? Topping? Like condiment? Like sandwich filling. My favorite sandwich is the Mediterranean veggie sandwich from... Panera. It has roasted red pepper hummus, cucumber, feta, tomato, onion, I think maybe pesto, but I'm not sure. My sister would know. She used to work at Panera. It's so good. That sounds delicious. I get it every time I go. That sounds right up my alley. There's also a similar one at Potbelly. Oh, but it's warm and it has artichoke, and that's also very good. I love artichokes. It's so good. My go-to Panera order is um, a pick two. Yeah. With a green goddess cob. Okay. And either a little thing of mac and cheese or the chicken frontiga panini. Sounds delicious. It's delicious. And I get it without the weird mayonnaise sauce. But, but my, my favorite, favorite sandwich of all time yeah. is a pastrami sandwich, which is essentially as far from your favorite sandwich as you could possibly go on the spectrum. Mine is a salad between bread and yours is hunk of meat. Is pastrami and pickles and mustard. Oh, um, I do love pickles. Maybe pickles. But and I'm on a hunt for the world's best pastrami sandwich. Um, my favorite one is from SNS restaurant in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a perfect pastrami sandwich. Um, but my beloved, wonderful aunt, our last semester of school, had a pastrami sandwich 
making kit delivered to our school from Katz's Deli in New York, which is not near where we went to school. No. Hours and away. it was, I think, one of the better presents anyone's ever given me. That's so nice. So back to the actual, the content sandwich. Yeah. Back Let's to the talk meat. about Twitches. Um, it's your turn to do our 60-second summary. And thank yeah, God, because I did not pay attention to I this know. movie. I almost fell asleep. Ooh. Lizzie was like before, you know, we chatted for a long time before we started recording, like half an hour. And Lizzie was like, oh, yeah, in this part of the movie. And I was like, what? Yeah. She was like, I actually don't think I know how this ends. Um, I don't. So I'm excited for you to tell me. Are you ready for me to count you down? Give me one moment. I'm trying to see if I have to cough. Okay, I'm going to yawn. Oh, I tried hiding it so it wouldn't be contagious. All right, I'm back. Okay, are you ready for me to count you down? As ready as I'll ever be. Three... Two, one, magic. So, Twitches 2 starts fairly soon after the end of Twitches 1. Alex has moved in with Cameron and her parents, and they have sort of kind of adopted her, not really, but as a daughter of their own, and they're helping her go to school and stuff like that, which is obviously very nice. And it's creating some tension between them. It's a little bit rocky. They're getting used to being around each other all the time. And Cameron is focused on their life in Coventry. She wants to go and start princessing. And Alex is like, hey, I get this opportunity to go to school. So, like, I'm focusing on being in, like, the normal world. But their mom in Coventry brings them back because she's like, oh, Thantos is still there. We need to defeat him. This is going to go very poorly. Um, And... um, Basically, they're being followed around by this shadow, and they're like, oh my gosh, the darkness is back, but it's actually their dad who's been trapped in the Shadowlands, and he's alive the whole time, and then they defeat Thantos, and they get back together in their family. That was more than a minute, but it's fine. Also, Karsh and Ileana get engaged, and then married. Yeah, except for it's not Ileana. They replace the actress. And you know what? That's when I knew this movie was going to go downhill. Yeah. As soon as they got rid of Jocelyn from Schitt's Creek, Emmy Award winning. Emmy Award winning. That's my second favorite Jocelyn. Oh my god. Yeah. My Um, first favorite Jocelyn is the lovely and wonderful wife of our mortal enemy, Samuel. She is lovely. She is lovely. He threatens us on the daily. That's okay. Um, I have pulled up. Yeah. (laughs) I have Disney Plus pulled up to read the official summary, but it literally just says, when a new evil threat arrives, it's up to the Twitches to save Coventry. So clearly the people writing that wanted to watch this just about as much as we did. So wait. Jump right in because we don't have that much to talk about. Was it actually their dad? Because the whole time the conflict is that like Alex thinks it's their dad that's in the shadows. Everyone else thinks that it's Thantos. And when it comes time to like banish the shadow, 
She thinks it's her dad. It actually is Phantos. I did notice that their dad was there in the end, but I don't know how he got there. So the dad was one of the shadows. Oh, okay. There were multiple shadows. Got it. There was a bad shadow and a good shadow. For the first part, it's mostly the bad shadow. Mm-hmm. Except there's a creepy part at the beginning. Oh my gosh. Very, very beginning. First of all, the most dreadful animation I've ever seen. It's terrible effects. This is Disney. This is Disney. This movie came out after Twitches 1, so it was post-2005. It came out It came out in 2007. It's post-High School Musical. So Not that High School Musical is known for its effects, but, like, they could make a good movie. I knew. And we know what they were capable of in terms of animation at that point. In fact, let me... Hold on. I need to research something real quick. So, when did this come out? 2007. 2007. Do you know what came out in 2006? What came out in 2006? Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. And do you... Did you you watch that movie? Were you a Pirates Um, kid? No, but I remember the trailers. I remember I thought it was a scary title. It has... So, in it is um, Davy Jones of, like, Davy Jones's Locker. Mm-hmm. And he is kind of, like, half-person, half-sea monster. And his beard is all tentacles. <gasps> Giving Medusa? And the animation of it is incredible. And, like, is still... Like, oh my god, imagine a man Medusa, a male Medusa, but instead of hair, it's his beard. Like, that's... Oh, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, okay, I that's know that what, man. That's what we're working with. Yeah. Um, um I wrote down, I've seen anyway, Barbie movies with better that. animation than this. Yeah. Yep. It was very bad. It um, was so bad. Look at the beginning when Alex was sleeping in the Murphy bed. And Cam pops in, and, like, there's, like, a shadow hand, which is fully just a person's hand reaching over the bed. Terrifying. I hate it. Um, and, but, yeah, so the mom is, like, on the balcony, whatever. She's in the, we think, dead dad's study. hmm And she, like, leaves the study and is walking down this hallway. And now I'm gonna... I have to make a very specific sort of reference here that I'm entirely sure that you won't you won't have watched this show. But when I was younger, I really liked like Discovery Channel, like Animal Planet, History Channel, like documentary e that kind of shows. Mm-hmm. As all elementary schoolers do. And my favorite show for about three years of elementary school was a show called Cities of the Underworld. Which was all about, like, hidden tunnel systems under cities and towns and stuff, mostly in Oh, that's Europe. cool. Did you get to, like, learn about, like, the catacombs and stuff? Yes, absolutely. 
And like the like the tombs in China with the soldiers. Yes. yes. Okay, that's cool. It's a very cool show. As a person who has studied history, I am terrified to go back and watch any of it because I don't want it to be ruined for me. Because I don't want to be I like, watch oh, it. It's interesting. Yep, I don't. Um, however, they when they're in Europe, especially when they're in certain parts of Europe, a lot of the underground tunnel systems are like left over from the Nazi occupations during World War II. And they're, the bunkers and the hallways are always very, obviously very creepy, and the lighting is old and weird and gross and scary. Um, and that is the only point of reference that I can use to describe the hallway that the mom walks through inside the castle when she's exiting the dead dad's study. It's <laughs> so and there's like weird green light it it looks so sinister and i was like it made me think oh my god are we gonna find out that the dad was like a villain also like is that so interesting because i remember thinking i don't think it's the same part and let me do a quick little research moment to make sure i'm getting this right but there was a scene where i don't think it was the mother i think it was either Alex or Cam, probably Alex, because she was kind of the main character of this one. Um, uh, where am I? Yeah. Um, she's walking through a hallway in the castle, and it looked very much like the castle, like the high school in Avalon High, which was interesting, because as we discussed in our last episode, this was directed by the same director, Stuart Gillard, mm-hmm. as Avalon High. Homie loves a castle. He's he like probably our third most watched DCOM director. Probably. But I think the only movie of his we liked was Avalon High. I think so. He also did. The Outer Banks, One Tree Hill, 90210. Not Teenage all of it, though, right? I don't know. It just says they include. He did Rocket Man. The 1997 one. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me just say, not what? the new one. Not the Oscar winning one. Um, it reminded me of that. It was kind of giving, like, you know... This one was, like, trying to be a bit darker. Like, the last one was very funny. It wasn't very funny. I won't say that. I didn't like it. But it had, like, funny moments. <laughs> we had a lot of funny lines that we liked. Yeah. And this one was just kind of, like, a lot of arguing. Yeah. And I guess oh, that leads yeah. me to ask you, whose side were you on? Were you on Alex's side, who Alex believed that their dad was not fully dead, that they needed to save him? And while she was right, she was an asshole about it? Yeah. So whose side were you on? Because I was like, Alex, just shut up. You like, you don't know anything. Yeah. And your mom is, or your like, your birth mother is like, she's like, he died twenty one years ago, and she doesn't yeah. want you to bring it up. I mean, I. 
don't get me wrong. I love to be right. I me really too. love to be right. However, I think there is something to be said for truly believing that you're right and being self-aware enough and being aware enough of the people around you of when to tone it down and keep your determination about your rightness to yourself for a little bit. Because the thing is, she could have been less of an asshole and she still would have been right in the long run. Yeah, exactly. They still would have saved the dad. Especially because she was right, but she still messed up a lot of stuff. Like, because she believed so thoroughly, she brought Thantos back. Yeah. Yep. And And this is really random, but I'm sure I have talked about this person. I know I've talked to her about, talked to you about her, just like Mm -hmm. personally, but I would not be surprised if I had talked about her on the pod. But there's a TikTok creator that I really love whose name is Abby Benson um and she she's getting her master's in theology so she posts a lot of really fascinating things about that and so she posted a video a couple weeks ago kind of talking about that and there's one video that I have been it's just been like rattling around in my mind and I'll send it to you because I think you'll think it's interesting also but she said something in it where she was like, I would always, always rather be wrong and but have acted kindly while I was wrong than mm-hmm. be right and have acted hateful. Which That's weirdly, a really great philosophy. I didn't know that I always do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But... She was talking about it in the in the sense of like her role as a person who like used to be involved in organized religion and how she was like, you know what, I would rather be wrong in the grand scheme of like religion and what exists out there, but have been kind to people. Um, and maybe someone should send that TikTok video to Alex yeah maybe that's my recommendation for her here's the thing because it's like yeah you never knew your birth father yeah his wife has been mourning him for 21 years and also she was there when he died so like she fully believes he's dead and it kind of is because he's in like the shadow realm which is like basically hell yes Um, and there's a lot of she could have been more compassionate towards the trauma that her birth mom had experienced Mm -hmm. in witnessing her husband's death. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, been a little less of a dickwad about thinking that she was right. And, you know, I actually, this is only tangentially related, but I guess I have, it's more of a question, I guess, because I don't want to make statements on behalf of people that, you know, I don't have any experience with this. But it was interesting to me the way in which both Cam and Alex really kind of had this like instantaneous connection with their birth mother and just were like calling her mom and calling him dad, especially since they'd never met him. Like 
they both grew up with loving parents. They both knew they were adopted, but uh, Alex had a mother until about three months ago that loved her, and Cam lives with two really loving parents that she considers her mom and dad. So it's just kind of interesting to me that they're like, we need to save dad and not, we need to save our birth father. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was just kind of interesting to me. I don't want to say that that's wrong because maybe people who have, um, experience in the adoption system process, uh, would have better insight, but you know. Sure. And obviously that's like a, like you said, that's a very personal kind of dependent on your situation sort of call to make. But also I think like from a content standpoint, from, like, a media standpoint, it would be... I wish that they had kind of put in a scene or two, like, even if it was, like, in the last movie and this movie, like, a scene each of the girls kind of navigating that. Yeah. Well, there was a decent scene in the first movie between Cam and her mom where she's like, you know, why didn't you tell me or something like that? And she, or they're having some conversation yeah. and she says, you know, or do you not want to go back and help because you're worried about hurting my feelings? Like, you know, love yes. is infinite. Yeah. You still love me just as much, even if you go help and have a relationship with your birth mother. Yes. Yeah. And that I thought was done really well. This one was a little odd. There was one point, I think, where like she's gone and they're like, Ileana and Karsha are like, where is she? And one of them says, she's at home. I mean, her home with her mom. I mean, like, her human mom. Yeah. It's like, okay. It was a little clunky. And I feel like, especially in this sort of, the time period that this came out, if they had navigated that a little more tactfully, Mm -hmm. I feel like that could have been a very affirming sort of plot point for a lot of kids on a lot yeah, of because people there aren't many who have personal experience at all about adopted. adoption yeah oh, absolutely so coulda woulda shoulda i wish it had yeah. happened but um um i guess the only other real thing worth noting is we do get a couple love interests in this? Cameron's yeah, love like interest? Yeah, like a little bit. Yeah, Cameron's sort of love interest is one of the, like, workers in the castle, and his name is Dimitri. See, um, I didn't even catch the fact that he was a worker. I thought he was, like, a prince from another kingdom. Well, he kind of pretends to be. Oh, okay. To get her to like him. And is like he kind of pretends that he has magic. And we find out in this, interestingly, and it's a big point of conflict between the girls and their birth mom, Miranda, the queen, is mm-hmm. that after Aaron's death, she took magical powers away from like everyone in Coventry other than like herself and Thantos. Because she was like, magic is too dangerous. Like, it's too dangerous for everyone to have. And so then, like, at the end, she resolves it and she gives people back their magic and whatever. This um, is news to me. I didn't catch that plot line at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which um, tea. It's, and then Alex's love interest yeah. is 
in the human world at her university, Cam's ex-boyfriend. What was his name again? Marcus. Marcus. And he kind of, he was giving, like, Corbin Blue a little bit. It was kind of cute. They were, like, flirty at first. He, like, mistakes her for Cam and is like, ooh, cool new haircut or new hairstyle. And she's like, mm, no. Um, and then they just have, like, cute little banter. It's fine. Yes. Um... There were only two lines that I wrote down in this. Um, and one of them is at the very beginning, literally like the second scene. And it's Cam and her parents are in the kitchen and she's talking about how she's like so exhausted because Alex kept her up all night going through her like course catalog for school. Yeah. And her mom is like, hey, like give her a break like she's very like this is very exciting like she hasn't had the opportunities that you've had and her dad goes whole countries haven't had the opportunities she's had and again i love her parents mm-hmm. and they their were- maid like and this one was like in a lot of cahoots with her dad she was like yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah thank god they did not recast either of the parents thank no, god thank god um, and the other and one, I liked the maid, although there was one point in which she was spraying a ceramic chicken with Windex. Yeah, confusing. But you know what? Yeah. I guess it cleans, so what are you going to do? True. Um, the what only other thing other I wrote line? is her, uh, Cameron and Alex are arguing at one point, and Alex turns Cameron's hair and skin and clothes all like a very bright, like cobalt blue color. It's giving Smurf. And yes, and Cameron goes, oh, you know that blue isn't one of my colors. <laughs> Didn't she wear a blue sweater the entire last movie? She did. Okay, just... But it was more of like a turquoise baby blue, I think. I did just want to bump on that as something that I did notice, but... And you are right. Carrying on. Um, I have a question, I guess. That it was, like, hard to tell. Did this movie take place just, like, a month after the first one or something? I think so. Because. I'm gonna guess because Alex is so, like, she's still in the process of, like, thanking Cameron's mom and dad, like, profusely for, like, letting her stay with them and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you just, like, say the word and I will, like, pack my stuff and go back to Lucinda's. Like, I don't want to be an imposition. So. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Like, it, they kind of hint, they don't say it right, but they hint that it's very soon after. Um, so, like, I think, you know, you wouldn't be surprised that they're still coming into their relationship. You know, they just met, they just found that each other existed. And, like, you know, they're like, oh, like, they're mad at each other and they don't, they're having a difficulty. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. And I guess the other thing I wanted to say was. What was the other thing I wanted to say? I was going somewhere with that thought, and now I can't remember. Oh, I remember. For some reason, they're better at magic in the first movie than the second one. Yes. In the first movie, they're, like, obviously they're, like, learning about it, but they can, like, change their outfits and open drawers and, you know, make portals. And in this one, like, they're messing up, like, basic stuff. Yeah. Just confusing. And also they had bad eyebrows. Oh, yeah. They had, like, the pencil thin. Alex in particular. 
There's a lot going on there. Um, and that's all of my notes. I guess the last thing I wrote was it's giving House of Anubis, which I told Lizzie and she was offended on behalf of House of Anubis. And we will be discussing this at a later date. But girl, if you go back and watch House of Anubis, like the first episode, go watch the pilot. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> don't want to hear it. Get out of my house. But anyway. Anyway, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Someone just sent me this thing. Um, obviously, if you've seen the news, you know that um, a pair of climate activists threw a cake. I think it was the same group that threw the tomato soup at the Van Gogh a couple weeks ago. Threw a cake at like maybe another Van Gogh. I saw that there was a group of people in Germany that threw mashed potatoes at a Monet. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I'll be honest, I was on the treadmill while I was watching this, so it just looked like some sort of white food flying at a painting. So, mashed potatoes yeah. does ring a bell now. And someone tweeted this and says, oh my god, the climate activist just put a tiny pair of juicy sweatpants on the Venus to Milo. <laughs> <laughs> If someone wants to draw me that, um, I will order a bunch of stickers that are juicy sweatpants wearing Venus and Milo. I'll do it tomorrow at work. Great. Amazing. Um, And that's all I have to say about Twitches. (laughs) They should have worn more juicy sweatsuits and gone to the Louvre. I mean, honestly, I think we should also follow that advice. We need to wear more Just, juicy sweat poops. Wet, wet, yeah, as soon as you get your new job and become my sugar mommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything that you once desired from others, you're giving to yourself now. And you can say that again. And you know what? And you're releasing all control and just trusting the timing of life. I'm releasing a bit of control. But you're trusting the timing of life because it, it's working. I am trusting the timing of life because I have no other options at this point. I need to follow my own advice. You do. Practice what I preach. Because I'm experiencing my quarter-life crisis. You've been experiencing a quarter-life crisis for the last year. No, like the last like two and a half months. Yeah. The last two and a half months have been fairly... Bad. <laughs> anyway, do you want to jump out? We're going to finish our sandwich. They've been challenging. They have and you know been. what? We do not back down from a challenge because we God love gives to be his right. Toughest battles to his toughest soldiers. That's why we have stomach aches all the time. Oh my God, Lizzie, my stomach aches are coming back too. Well, that's probably because you're stressed. You're so right. Should Just we finish don't... our sandwich? Yeah. Let's. <laughs> now that we've talked about our stomach hurting, let's talk about sandwiches. What, what, what were we going to finish our sandwich with? We were going to talk oh, about a good piece of witch-related content we consume. Yeah, recently. the better witch. Sequel. Hocus Pocus 2. Woo! And it was an electric boogaloo. I really liked it. And I like have never been known for loving Hocus Pocus the first one. Yeah. I know Lizzie does. I know Lizzie lives and breathes for that movie. I do love I'm it. like lukewarm on it. I loved the sequel. It was so funny. And you know what? I love Hocus Pocus 1. 
I love Hocus Pocus 2 more. It's so good. It is funny. Hocus it's Pocus 1 is yeah. funny unintentionally. Like, there are some funny parts. Yeah. Hocus Pocus 2 is, like... It's a comedy. Excellently crafted comedy. The Three Witches, played by Bette Midler, um, Sarah Jessica Parker, and... Oh, my God. The oh third my God. one. What's her name? No. The evil no. queen. I know her name. Because we just had a conversation about her. Because you were like, um, did you know that she was in Descendants? And I said, yes. And you said, should I have known that? Yeah. And I said, um, yes. It is, what's her face? Kathy? Kathy Najumi? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which, um, now looking back, I think that you had told me that it was her in the past. We talked about it on the pod. Like, a year ago, though? Like, when we watched Descendants, like, a year ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. It was a while ago. Um, I really liked it. And also, just a fun little personal thing that made me like it. The girl who plays the main character's best friend. Um, she, I was like, she looks familiar. And so I did a little Google, like that, and I was like, oh, it is who I think it is. Her name is Belissa Escobedo. She's like a year older than us. Mm-hmm. She used to be huge on the slam poetry scene, like the youth slam poetry. Okay. Um, which I was very into as someone who I did like forensics, which is like the speech part of speech and debate. And like- yeah. Um, and I competed in poetry. Okay. So, like, I loved her. What's her and name? And I was like, oh, my God, she's in this, like, huge movie. What did you say her name was? Belissa Escobedo. That name is sounding very familiar to me. I'm wondering. I wonder. I don't know if she's what also she the person that I'm thinking of. I don't know if she has. What else she has acted in? I'm going to look it up right now, actually. Because I didn't know, I hadn't really caught up with her, for lack of a better word, since, like, high school. It doesn't look like she's been in a ton of things. Oh, wow, yeah. She's an American Horror Story. Good for her. I'll send you some of her poetry later. (gasps) And she's a Virgo. Of course she is. Um, but that movie was excellent. It was so funny. The yeah, I loved were... My favorite part, I think, was when they were in Walgreens. Oh, my gosh. Because I, too, love Walgreens. <laughs> and the sister Mary, instead of riding a broom, has two Roombas oh my God, attached to her so feet that she flies. It's so, and she calls them her Roombies. And doesn't one of them have a, a like, a, what's it called, a Swiffer? Yes. Sarah Jessica so Parker funny, and it's like shooting out bubbles as they're flying. Yeah. Sarah Jessica was Parker so was fantastic funny. in this. Yeah. And then you even shed a little tear at the end, didn't you? I did. Well, Maggie shed an incredible amount of tears, which has well, been happening a lot. an incredible amount of tears at every movie? Uh, yeah. Because when I was at your house, she shed a lot of tears, like had a sob sesh about Haunted Mansion. 
Yes, that is true. Um, and I can't, I don't hold it against her because I also cry at every movie. I cried I listening too. to a podcast today. Oh, that happens to me a lot. I famously cried um, driving like my very first day of work, my first job after we left school. I had like an hour and a half commute each way. It was not a great time, the commuting of it. Um, but like the very first week, I cried in my car listening to a podcast um, hosted by John Green. Um in a segment where he was talking about, yep, where he was talking about an Icelandic hot dog stand. And I cried so hard. It's an excellent episode. I will link it in the description. Or I'll ask Hannah to link it in the description, depending on who's editing this. Um, I am. But I did shed a little tear at Hocus Pocus for the same reason as Maggie. Just when the sisters were, the spoiler alert, there's a part where you think the sisters are going to get split up. And two yeah. of them are going to disappear forever. And one of them is going to live in the mortal world forever. And then it gets rectified. But it was it was a little sad. I know they're supposed to be the bad guys. But, like... But they're still, like... I also... I loved the little prequel at the beginning. Even well, though it kind of went against the lore from the first movie a tiny bit. Yes. I really liked it. Of, like, I, them in Salem in the that 1600s That was the part I haven't been able to stop thinking about. Because the young actresses who play their, like, tween and teen versions of them were incredible. They were good. They had the mannerisms down pat. They had the weird facial expressions. They had the little wigs. Like, the physicality of it was fantastic. Um, And Enemy of the Pod and I had a discussion about this over text because I texted him and I said, Hocus Pocus 2. Have you seen it? He's I loved it. And I said, okay, good. We're all on the same page then. And if you're interested, what? they have Hocus Pocus 2 cereal at Walmart. Available for your purchase. Let us know if it's good. Hashtag not sponsored. No, yeah. I haven't tried it. If you eat it and tell me it's good, I'll think about it. Yeah. And that concludes the end of our sandwich. We've taken the last bite. Yum. Delicious. Have a weird taste in my mouth, but overall, enjoyable. Overall, enjoyable. We covered a lot of ground. Yeah. All right. And on that note, That's all we have I, to say. do you have anything else um, to say? I have to say, make sure you follow us on Instagram. We've been posting some uh, some fun stuff on our stories, especially. We've been having a lot of fun with that. Um. We now, so this is our last episode of October, and we will be ramping up towards the end of the year. Um, this was a two episode week. We're gonna have a lot more two episode weeks. Um, we're gonna have some episodes from the vault. In fact, I think perhaps next week there might be an episode from the vault. I believe you are correct. Let I me double check so. here so I don't make a liar of us all. Yes, I'm gonna edit it out. Yes. We do. From the vault next some, week. Um, so lots of big exciting things are coming and then we have a few fun announcements coming in the next couple of months. So definitely um, we'll be making all of the announcements on here, obviously. Um, but you know, follow us elsewhere otherwise. Yeah, we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. 
were and if you travel internationally over for the holidays listen to the podcast while you're there to help us add places to the map or even if you travel domestically yes we need more I haven't states. checked our i haven't checked our location analytics yeah um, I haven't in a week or so in in probably a week and a half maybe actually two weeks um just because i don't think i've checked it since you visited i haven't so. checked it in probably a week so maybe i'll do that tomorrow yeah, it'll be um, fun. I would also like to say, I won't say this aloud because I don't want to jinx it, but Hannah, look at this number. <gasps> oh my god! We hit a little bit of a milestone in the amount of now money. Divide that, that by made. two and take out the tax. Yes. Thank goodness. Um, all right. Hannah, would you like to take it away? I'll absolutely take it away. I might yawn first. Mm. This has been the Slumber Party Pod, a deep dive into DCOMs. This episode was edited by Hannah and collectively conceived of as a post-grade crisis by Lizzie and Hannah. This episode was distributed by Anchor, and we hope you'll join us again next week. Hi! Wahoo! Mario Kart! Wee!